This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. USAA Homeowners Insurance not only helps you cover your home, it also helps you cover your budget, lower your premium in a number of ways, like saving up to 10% when you bundle home and auto insurance, saving up to 15% if you've been claims-free for five years, regardless of your previous insurance provider, and scoring even more deals and discounts on things like home security, moving, and storage with the USAA Perks Program. Tap the banner or visit usaa.com homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Ah, welcome in. The fantasy footballers back with you. Mike Wright, Jason Moore, Andy Holloway. Monday edition of the show. Monday Night Football doubleheader still to come. Lots of reactions from the weekend. This was definitely one of those weekends where we saw more bad than good, I would yeah, say. I would definitely say that that is true. A lot of injuries certain games finishing with three total points i mean you know some there was some there was some ugly but there was also some surprise greatness that baltimore yeah yeah rams the, game in the bad weather yeah rain rain games versus my analysis were the rain games won <laughs> yeah i mean it, you had uh zach wilson perform very well as you know in the rain in the weather i you know, it's a something to watch out for, but man, how do the Vikings stop the Raiders from scoring any points when the Chiefs defense couldn't stop the Raiders from scoring in Arrowhead when people are playing the Chiefs any defense? Given I mean, Sunday, yeah, the, the any, NFL algebra was was broken, but that happens all the time. Well, yeah. it happens in fantasy football too. For instance, I mean, just like hypothetically speaking, you know, you could do everything you need to do to beat you know, mm -hmm. one of the high scoring teams in the league to get in the playoffs and then you do it. <laughs> and then someone else who's been outscored by 400 points by their opponent beats that guy and then keeps you out of the playoffs. Those things happen in fantasy football Hypothetically. Too. Hypothetically. Yeah, and I, look, I, I'm fine. Mike, <laughs> I knew his head bob was insincere. Yeah. I knew his head bob was made up. He had a smirk. He's just, it was per <laughs> acting. <laughs> acting. And scene. I mean, um, yeah, uh, shout out. Thanks, Papa Josh, for scoring about half the points you scored against me. Yeah, I, fantasy matter. is brutal. It can last, be. La last week, it was Nico Collins and Sam Laporta that scored like 60 points. This week, they combined for what, four? I don't think they got there. Yeah, they, they might not have. I mean, we have all your reactions. 
Monday Punday on today's show. News to talk about, more injuries to talk about. Fantasy playoffs coming up, and, and it'll be a dependency on maybe 15 backup quarterbacks to provide value to their players on their squad. And then studs, duds on today's show as well. We have a giveaway going live today at footclangiveaway.com. A signed Travis Etienne jersey along with oh. a fantasy footballer swag pack, which will be some shirts. Oh, that's way better. Some gear. It's all together. Yeah. Are we going to sign some of that? Yes. I'm okay. going to so that's worth more. I'm signing the uh, Etienne jersey. <laughs> oh, yes. We should all sign Etienne and Mike. <laughs> I thought he was going to say he's going to sign Travis Etienne's name on all the footballer stuff, but just like he did on the jersey. I uh, no, we have the certificate, Jason. Yes, it it's is authentic. super real, and uh, he got into the end zone this week as well. So, uh, FootClanGiveaway.com, completely free to enter, and just head over there if you'd like a chance to win that. Uh, we like to do some giveaways throughout the year. It is time to get sophisticated with this mm -hmm. weekend's Monday. Hyundai reactions. Mm. Let's start with the good and let's start with the tight end position like Heaven Ingram. Ooh. Or Isaiah Lovely. Mm. David Wynn Choku. And uh, what would a weekend be without yeah. Scorland Sutton? Oh, this guy was back. Cooper, yup. Or <laughs> T. Debo Samuel. And then Rashish Rice. Yeah, 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 yeah. he was Getting good, but it, it wasn't all good. No, it wasn't. Sometimes there's. You know, players like uh, Clyde Edwards, who cares? Or, or Patrick Mac Jones. <laughs> That's my favorite one I think I've ever seen. Patrick <laughs> Mac Jones. Then there's Jared Blarf. Oh. Man, he stunk. And oh. Justin Hurtburg. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Stefan digging my grave. What happened? I don't know. Amon Ra St. Brownstains. Mm, it wasn't good. David Midgummery. Oh, yes. And Gabe Doofus. <laughs> oh, Gabe, Gabe Legend. Yeah. Gabe we, Legend. We cannot. Gabe Doofus is real funny. We cannot besmirch what this man has done. I mean, it's incredible. Gabe Davis, you we are. We said, what if? Yeah. You what are, if he goosed for I, a third time in six weeks? But every other week? Every other week. I mean, I'm telling you right now, start of the week this week. I mean,. Are you kidding me? What a massacre to fantasy managers. It's a masterpiece. You can trust me. You can trust me. We did. It was this last week. Yeah, December 8th, we said he shall be crowned the Goose King yeah. if he comes through with zero points again. Do you think? It, I had this working theory today, this Gabe morning, Doofus. thinking about Gabe Doofus. Oh, man. I was like, do you think that? NFL teams, you know, we're late in the season. They're preparing for their opponent, and they just go and they watch last week's tape. And every time they watch last week's tape, they go, oh, this guy's important. We got to lock him okay. down, and they do. And then the next team goes, and they watch that tape, and they go, oh, that guy's completely uninvolved. Yeah, don't worry he about He doesn't it. even catch the ball, doesn't get targets. We don't need to worry <laughs> about him. They're always reacting to just the week just before. Just the week prior. 19-0, 8-0, 19 Stephon, listen, they won. The Buffalo Bills beat the Chiefs. They did. They won. Stephon Diggs was four for 24. Didn't he have and, like 12 targets? And on the other side, Gabe Davis took advantage of that four for 24. Took advantage of the fact that uh, Legereus Sneed was lined up against Stephon Diggs, right? Mm-hmm. To the tune of zero for zero. Incredible. He's, he's, it was, he's a it, magician. 
You guys seen the uh, the the video of the guys handing out the ice cream cones? Oh, where but, they never. But every time the the customer <laughs> yes. goes to grab it, they they like just yes. pull it away. Yeah, but then they keep offering it, and they're like. It looks yeah, so delicious. Yeah, you want this, don't you? That's Gabe Davis. For sure it is. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe he did it. I'm so happy and so sad. <laughs> He's a street I mean, magician. That's I, what he is. I would never, ever play him, thankfully. But I also miss the good stuff yeah. by doing that. Mm-hmm. Other people take a different route. Hey, I won with him in my lineup. Yeah. That's impressive. That's true. News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. More quarterback injuries. Justin Herbert fractured his right index finger, undergoing undergoing an MRI today. Yeah, they, they play on. That? Yeah, that's fractured. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they play or, on. I guess MRI was that ligaments. Yeah, ligaments? you're gonna see whether you need surgery or hey. not on the finger. I'm I'm guessing he will. He's not gonna play this Thursday. Uh, at least not expected. Did you to call play. them ligaments? I uh, yeah, I corrected you, you myself. You took out though. the uh, a. Yeah. Ligaments. ligaments. Well, when they're broken, yeah. it's missing a piece, so it's a <laughs> right. ligament. It's a ligament. You want ligaments. Sometimes you've got a ligament, need surgery. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> C.J. Stroud left with a concussion. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, C.J. Stroud yeah, had the, the rain everything somebody. working against him. I, I, don't blame, I don't blame the rain. No? You blame Tank Dell, Nico Collins being gone, and the Jets' great defense, right? And Dalton Schultz being gone. Yeah. So three a, a defense that shuts down wide receivers combined with no wide receivers combined with no tight ends. And let's just throw in the rain for good measure at yes. least. But I don't blame it just because cause Zach Wilson threw touchdowns in it. <laughs> yeah, so, he did. Uh, Nico Collins, this was huge news, yeah. left with a calf injury, did not return. A week after Tank Dell goes down. Uh, there are certain situations this, this week that have transpired that have multi-week implications. And are going to to throw some shade onto players you you've trusted for a long period of time, like C.J. Stroud. Even if Stroud is back, if he doesn't have those two players, you're going to have doubt. Herbert, if he's gone, Keenan Allen's been a top five scorer in fantasy this mm-hmm. year. Without Justin Herbert, you're going to have doubt this this week. And for goodness sakes, if you picked up Joshua Palmer, just you know, free him. him, free yeah. him right back. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and right back to the meadow. <laughs> I was gonna say into the ocean, yeah. like a what, like, like a, a whale, like as a turtle, like an orca that's okay. in in, in captivity. captivity. You, you free them. Okay. Uh, yeah, the the issue with Nico Collins, if you remember, this is a reaggravation. He was dealing with a calf injury that kept him out week ten. Uh oh. So the fact that he already had this re-injured it was ruled out very quickly early in this game leads us to believe chances are he misses this week. I flew too close to the sun. Both almost upsets did not hit, but that one did. The Jets Wait, mm. beating Houston. Oh yeah, I was gonna. Oh yes, yes. you flew too close because you had two. Because I, I was gonna say mm, I. Greedy. I did put money down on the Jets because you're almost upset. Oh, okay. one, so okay. thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I forgot what your other one was. Uh, let's just forget. Yeah, it. no. What? Okay. Just, what? Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? Panthers. I would never do that. Uh, oh, Ale- Alexander Matt Madison. Hey, for the record, <laughs> you did the Panthers. That's on you, bro. That game was so close for so long. Yeah. And they had it in the red zone down 7-3. to three, Yeah. And Bryce Young, I'm sorry. Dude, Frank Reich watching that game was – he had to just be cackling like a maniac. Just his legs up on the <laughs> ottoman. Yeah. Jeff Saturday's like what I could have done yeah. this week. Um, Listen, I tweeted it. People were angry. Very angry. 
I tweeted, there, you know, it's tough to have no quarterback. It's even tougher to have no quarterback and be stuck with it. Mm. This is a Bryce Young tweet because I'm sorry. Like, what you need to see, and everybody came back with uh, Steve Young and Peyton Manning and all of these rookie seasons where they weren't that good. You need flashes, people. You need flashes. Josh Rosen is what you're getting in Carolina. You're not getting Peyton Manning, the rookie. Didn't Peyton – I know – Peyton threw, I think he was Bunch like one for one for interceptions, but didn't he also, he was like at the time, break the touchdown rookie record? He was. Am I misremembering that? He had 3,700 yards and 26 touchdowns. He yeah, was, he set, that is. And he set five different rookie records. But no, he's the same as Bryce Young. Look, I understand being bitter and upset and wanting people to give you more of an opportunity, and I watch this team every week. That's our job. It's, it's not all Bryce Young's fault. People have no understanding of nuance in the world. You can have a bad quarterback, and a bad offensive line, and bad wide receivers. That can be completely true at the same time, mm -hmm. but it still includes a bad quarterback. His receivers do him no favors. They jump weirdly, like, you Mingo. know, yeah, like uh, Mingaroo, and, you know, they have a bunch of, they got Thielen, who's older, and then they have a bunch of drops. But he is missing oh. NFL quality throws all the time. Over and over and over. Not aware in the pocket. He had Mingo down the seam. You know, that wasn't Mingo's fault. Like, wide open Mingo for a was touchdown. super open, just got out, uh, overthrown. I mean, you can say you, you don't bury a guy completely in his rookie season. No. But you can certainly see the signs and say he has a long way to go to, to bring your team any type of situation. And, and you're trapped. Yeah, well, it's going to be a really tough decision. They'll, they'll have the number one pick, and so they've got their – oh, wait. Wait, that's right. They traded that pick away. For him, they traded away for what hey. will equate to like Caleb Williams, DJ Moore, a top ten pick uh, this upcoming year, and then two seconds. And you are—that's what I, my point was—is you are really stuck. Like if you have Derek Carr and you're the Saints and you spent that money, you're not stuck. You can eat the money and move on, and the fans can accept that. You can't accept that in Carolina. And CJ Stroud makes it feel so much yes. worse. Yes, if, if CJ Stroud sucked this year, we wouldn't feel like it's as devastating for the Panthers, but. When you did that trade to get ahead of them, you get to pick and you pick wrong. It's like, ugh, insult to injury. All right. Vikings injuries. Alexander Madison left early with an ankle injury, didn't Sucks, return. Dude, he was playing very well. Looks to be a high ankle. It's the, almost the exact same injury he had his rookie season. He missed three games then. Um, Justin Jefferson left with oh. a rib chest injury, was literally the definition of a hospital ball. Yeah. And sent him to the hospital because he got lit up. Uh, his caught chest, the ball. yeah, he caught it, but um, right back out, just in, just out. Yeah, it's one of those situations where this is going to be. I know it's called chest, but I think this is like ribs, and so they'll go to the hospital. I haven't heard whether they are broken or not, but what I was reading was that if they're broken, he will probably miss some time. If the results are that they're not broken, he could probably play this coming yeah, week. Last I saw, there was optimism that he will play this weekend. Going to the hospital doesn't guarantee you miss, no. uh, just like Derek Carr a couple weeks ago. It also is going to be a tough situation for Jefferson because you have Joshua Pumpkin. Oh, jo Dobbs is it's done. You well, I, but then you've got Mullins or you've got Jaron Hall, and, right. and those are not confidence plays at, at wide receiver. So, and they're seven and six. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, with their jo dominating shutout victory. Josh Jacobs left early, right knee injury, did not return. He was limping off pretty bad. Yeah. We'll have to 
TBD there. Uh, waivers will be important tomorrow. Was no cart, what? cart, no cart. I did not see him on a I, cart. I think no. he walked. Yeah. Once he saw Lawrence, he's like, Yeah, I could do yeah, that. Tough guys. Tough guys. What walk. if they just started doing that to be tough? Hey, it worked for Lawrence. That's fair. He yeah. walked it off. Took a cart like a baby. He misses this week. He's like other guys would take a cart. He walked it off. He just walked it off. Aaron Jones oh, not man. expected. I'd to be play. on the cart if I'm dehydrated. Yeah, <laughs> oh, bring man. it in. Oh. Bring it in. That guy almost hit me. I'm gonna need a cart. I'm thirsty. <laughs> uh, Aaron Jones not expected to play tonight. That was today's news and notes presented by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com/insurance. Studs of the Week, presented by NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV. You know, Jason, I, I was in the same boat. I saw you winning yesterday, mm-hmm. and I and I had checked in on the other matchup that you needed to get into the playoffs. Early in the day. And, and, and that team was favored by, like, 50. That team was favored by 50. That team has outscored the other team by 400 on the course of the season. And halfway through the day, you were it was the, done. You, you were going to go in. And I just had to beat Papa Josh. Yeah, which you did. Which I did. Yeah. But he did not make the playoffs. No, no you didn't. And then the other team, I mean, when they have stars like Drake London, Isaiah Likely, you were doomed. Yeah. I it, can't believe it. It didn't work well. The champion. So back-to-back is not happening. The champion will not repeat. And I, I can say, I mean, Al, you're in this league. Mike, yep. we're all heartbroken that yeah. you didn't have the chance to go <laughs> yep. back-to-back. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I Al, really... you're feeling sad, right? Not at all. You better. You're the reason I'm out. <laughs> Your team. Oh, I hate you. I spared the league from from whatever yeah. you would. Yes. Yeah. You would, Al and I, a hero. I spared your bank account. Can we, we get have... a round of applause yeah, for Al Borland for eliminating? Get it for yourself, there, Al. There yeah, we go. There Al we go. Borland, everybody. Let Down the rec- goes the champ. Let the record show. I hit that button. Oh, hey, hey, good for you. I dunked on myself. <laughs> so sad. You did his job Boom, for him. Shakalaka. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. You. The most important league, Mike. Yeah, champ, oh, yeah. Champ, champ. yeah. We're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Do the tears run down your face every time you say most important league? They get close. They get close. All right, studs this week, Lamar Jackson. Mm. 24 for 43, 316 and 3. This game was really entertaining to watch because Lamar just he just bounced around the pocket on every play yes, which he did. which let him take deep shot after deep shot you know Isaiah Likely wide open Beckham was great downfield lots of deep shots Zay Flowers was doing nothing then he was doing everything mm-hmm. I mean really um had all the time he wanted ran for 70 yards dominated yeah I mean part of this was the reason Lamar did so well is because Stafford did so well and the Rams offense looked great this was really truly back and forth it was like lead change lead change lead change every time the other team touched the ball they went down and scored and it was like all right our turn it was awesome to watch it was through the rain it was with a good defense and it was just uh two teams really 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 wanting to win and the Rams looked so good to me on offense I mean this is a very good Baltimore defense at home and they were not intimidated there are people that lost CJ Stroud that may not have confidence in Stroud even with the return from the concussion. There are people that lost Justin Herbert. Yeah. Boy, do I have good news for you. Matthew Stafford plays Washington. Well, that that's what I was going to say. Matthew yeah. Stafford is um, he's on my list of pickups in a league where I lost Herbert. Yes. And uh, the weapons. He's got them all right now. Cooper Cup came back. Yeah, the next three is uh, the Manders, the Saints, the Giants. It's 294 and three. Pretty good yep. stretch run for, and that means not only for Stafford, but for Puka, for Cooper. 
Puka and Cooper. Six weeks one minutes. through nine, Stafford had nine passing touchdowns. Weeks 12 through 14, he has 10. He's been on fire. Just to speak to Lamar, this is the kind of um, – this is like the treat in the bread trail. Like the bread trail starting to like – you know, you finally get to the point where there's almost no more bread. And you're like, I'm going to stop following this bread trail. And then there's a huge piece. Mm-hmm. And then you keep going because this is his highest scoring game since week seven. In between that time, 12, 11, 13, 24, 15. So those are D, the fantasy rank or the. No, fa- those are the, the points. points. Oh, yuck. 12, 11, 13, 24, 15. So uh, in that span, that's like an average, uh, a very low average fantasy points wise, 15 a game. Goes to Jacksonville, goes to San Francisco, and. You know, uh, people just they you got to play Lamar, but it's not a guarantee you get production. That's just basically the truth of Lamar right now. I would agree with that. I do think that the game against San Francisco in two weeks, if you're still in the playoffs and you got Lamar, that one t- to me looks great. And Miami, because those are two offenses that should be able to keep up, like the Rams did. Uh, Mike, I think went four for four on starts of the week this oh, week. We, I still got one more tonight. Oh, he went three for four. Yeah, he finished. He finished three at three for, for four because <laughs> I forgot A.J. Dillon. Uh, Justin Fields was one of Mike's starts this week. Had a big game, 58 on the ground, a rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown. Now has to go to Cleveland. Oh, my gosh. The play. That doesn't feel great. The No, that, that doesn't feel great for next week. But the the, the play of D.J. Moore's touchdown, the, the receiving touchdown, simultaneously so amazing. Great for fantasy. So infuriating because it was the dumb play of we're not going to do anything. We're just trying to draw you off sides, which is in, in um, amongst my most hated things that people do in the NFL because no one falls for this. Stop doing it. No one. Oh, of course. Of course Detroit falls for it, jumps off sides, and gives them a free touchdown. You know, what's funny is they, there was another one of those plays in the Dallas game, and it was on third down. It was third and nine. And they got they drew them off sides, and you know how everybody reacts when you draw them off sides. What do you what do you hope the offense does? Just throw it deep. Yeah, but I started to realize on third down that's stupid. That's really stupid because if you just chuck it deep and you fail on that play, like you were calling a third and nine play to get a first down, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But if you just chuck it deep, which they did, and it was a meaningless throw, it went flying over somebody's head. You get a five yard penalty, and then you got to go third and four. You got to run the play again. So if you had the chance to get the first down, you got to take the chance to get the first down. I like it on first and second down, but on third down, I, I thought that, I thought it didn't quite make or sense. Or third and short. Yeah. Or third and short, where you get the first down. They didn't get it after right. that, so it was like I'd still go for I th- it. I was like, you wasted a chance yeah. to get it. Um, Desmond Ritter, Jake Browning, <laughs> the Jake, the Jake Browning was. I mean, it was great. He was a stream of the week, so it came through. But it was just. It was like, how can they not stop a screen pass? Yeah. What happened? It was just so much of his yards. It was Tanner Hudson standing over there on the side. Well, yeah, I mean, what a what a DFS play Tanner Hudson yeah. turned out. And there was also a 54-yard yeah, screen pass to yeah, Chase Brown. Chase Brown, Joe Mixon had a huge – I don't think he scored on it, but it was a huge screen. It was – what are we – how can you not stop the screen? It It is – um, yeah, Chase Brown is very fast. Very, very fast. Very, very fast. Speaking of running back studs, we'll get to those in just a sec. 
This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. When you're a homeowner in the military community, peace of mind is priority. And USAA Homeowners Insurance is the award-winning service to give you just that. If you have to file a claim, the process is transparent and easy. You can do it all right in the USAA app. And replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by The Deal. The line between business and sports is getting blurrier by the day. To understand it all, check out The Deal, a podcast co-hosted by Yankees legend Alex Rodriguez. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, and executives like Derek Jeter, Maria Sharapova, and more. The deal takes you behind the scenes into the world of sports, business, media, and entertainment and dives into the wins, losses, and lessons learned along the way. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, listen to new episodes of The Deal on Spotify every Thursday. There wasn't a delightful pun, but he was mentioned a lot. And James Cook, 10 for 58 on the ground, 5 for 83 and 1 through the air. A lot of people just giving credit to the new offensive coordinator situation in Buffalo for using James Cook the right way. Well, and the the way By is, removing. In, is in the passing game. Yeah. I mean, seven targets two weeks ago, five reception, six receptions, five receptions the last two weeks. If you are getting James Cook the ball in space – also getting PPR points, he's going to be very good for fantasy. He's, you're talking the last three weeks under Joe Brady, the running back nine, the running back 17, and so far the running back two. Well, and, and for them to win the game with four total receptions between Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis, Gabe had, Gabe had zero, to be clear. Mm. Uh, it's got to involve Cook and Kincaid and some of these other weapons. Brees Hall, 10 for 40 on the ground? Uh, but hey, that's nine pretty, that's pretty good for him nine targets eight for 86 and one through yeah, the air of course he has he had a big week and this is why i think when push came to shove we just kind of said you had to play breeze uh, i even was though really, it was not exciting i was so happy because earlier in the week we were talking about you know who would you play because we were talking about what a good start zeke would be and then it was like well would you start zeke over Brees hall and then eventually it was like, no, you wouldn't. And then it was like, oh, shoot, <laughs> that was that was wrong because Zeke was – well, Zeke was the number one running back on the week, still outscored Brees Hall, but it was nice that – They were very close. Brees uh, had himself a very, very big game. 86 yards through the air with a touchdown is is fantastic. That's the way that they this team needs to – like if you don't have an offensive line and you've got a supreme athlete like this, that's what you need to be doing. Get him the ball in space on the other side of the offensive line and then let him run. How about Dollar Store CMC? who's almost to the CMC level. I mean, 25 for 102 on the ground for Rashad White, two for 33 and a touchdown through the air. The running back four on the season. I right mean, his, his opportunities, guys, I don't know if you've seen this, the last two weeks, 25 and 27 opportunities. Um, he's playing a snap percentage that is unbelievable. I mean, 87%, 84%, 87%. That's unheard of. That's every down Christian McCaffrey type of stuff, and mm -hmm. and he's the RB four on the year, like Jason. I said. would I would call him the generic Christian McCaffrey, like not dollar store. Dollar store is like the You're cheap talking, version. Right. This is just like, hey, you don't have to pay name brand. Sometimes right. it's a good deal. Is it the generic, like the medications. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. I'm just getting and they work the same store they, brand ibuprofen instead of Advil. Yeah, they work pretty much the same. They do. 
you know, maybe the placebo effect's better on the name brand, but you pay it, more. It is. Joe Mixon, Jason started the week, also carried Jason to a win in this week's uh, DFS battle, the faceoff. 21 for 79 and 1. Four targets, three catches. Looks great. Chase Brown getting more involved, but Joe Mix is still their guy. Mm -hmm. it, it, sometimes it's nice to have a good change of pace back that can stress the defense like Chase Brown. Uh, Joe Mixon has looked really tough. He's been like doing the runs where you got guys on your back and he's still moving the pile. Austin Eckler, 10 for 51 <laughs> and hey, 1 on the ground. Hey. Seven targets, five for 49. Should be helpful in your playoffs. There yeah. was a play in this game that gave me ultimate hope. I watched I was I was far away from my TV at the moment when it happened. It was a little dump off screen right over the offensive line and then Eckler ran really fast. Is that the one where he like fist pumped afterwards? Yes. Yes. And but I, I saw watched that. it from a distance. I was like, distance. "Man, you are so happy to do used to do all the time." I watched it from a distance and I went, "Oh, who is that?" Cuz that's not Eckler. Like that was fast. <laughs> all of a sudden I was like I was like, "Is that is that Spiller?" Because Spiller's not that fast. And then I walked to the TV and I saw that three and that zero. And I was like, he's back, baby. And yeah. now J Justin Herbert's gone. So. I was going to say, and they're playing for nothing. I, I'm surprised they didn't walk Brandon Staley right out the building after the game. Like I, I think with the Justin Herbert injury, they're just going to let him right out the season. He is gone. Oh, he gone. He be, he be, he be out. Yeah. Uh, Bijan Robinson, he scored. 10 for 34 and a touchdown, seven targets, RB8 on the year. Um, it wasn't a weak-winning performance, but it was nice. I, I, I'm i telling you, the Loki uh, change for yeah. me of Arthur Smith, he he has made – How'd that go for him? Oh, I don't care if he wins or loses. <laughs> oh, I care. <laughs> to be fair, it's gone well for him. He's won two of the last three weeks. In this game, they had a chance yeah, to win it at the end. I but think they did win, and then the defense – let a game huge winning huge drive, drive by yeah. Baker and uh six and seven all three teams atop that division six and seven but, but it's just the but the Bijan snaps are where we need them to be and the targets the mm -hmm. work the red zone utilization he he keeps scoring now when you give him the ball inside the five it's Weird. so crazy uh but he's been should have had two a top Desmond ten. Ritter missed him wide open yeah uh, top ten uh running back three of the last four games for him now Javante Williams, 17 for 66, his first rushing touchdown of the season. Christian McCaffrey, 16 for 145. He got caught on the floor. Dude. Oh, man. That was so brutal. That was that was rough. Can the Niners do anything wrong? Like, anything. They, he, Jordan Mason got three touches. He scored a touchdown. Debo gets a few touches. I, like, Kittle, touches Kittle scored. Ayuk had a good game. It's unbelievable. If I feel like there should be a rule. If you have a play that is... 50 yards or more and you get tackled on the uh let's say the three inside the three ish you get half of the touchdown as long if as your somebody else followed yeah. up and scored on the next yeah. play maybe yes. the nfl should just automatically award a 30 second timeout for any big play so that the teams could catch their breath i'm fine with that too i'm just trying to like you always root for that backup guy to get stuffed without yeah. looking do you guys know who the niners play next week um, <laughs> it's the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh my! Yeah, I, I looked. I looked. I know. I it, will pay twelve thousand for <laughs> CMC in my DK lineup. Yeah, the Cardinals. Great. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, eleven for sixty-six on the ground, had a touchdown, big run, and then ETN back into the end zone to save his day. Didn't have a ton of production, mm -hmm. but got into the end zone. Those two forty-nine are wideouts. Six Woo! for Brandon Ayuk, six for one twenty-six. Debo Samuel, seven for one forty-nine. And another touchdown. 
Another big play. Another rushing touchdown in addition to his receiving touchdown. When they've had a healthy Debo Samuel and Trent Williams, this is from Ian Harditz, here's their point totals, 30-30-30, 35-42, 34-27, 31-42, 28 points. That's so, what I mean. They, they just seem like they can't do anything wrong right now. Drake London. Yeah. This best is, game of his career. This is part of the Arthur thing. 11 targets, 10 for 172. Target on nearly 30% of his routes and one of the best catches of the season. You mean when he, when, when Ritter targeted the defender? Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> the ball was thrown to the defender and Drake London, he, was, he undercut the he ball. He literally made an interception. Drake <laughs> London made an interception yes, on offense. he did. I felt like this was in some ways his coming out game. Like this is his uh, first pure dominator type of performance. He's made f plays, but I hope this leads to like yeah, hopefully. consistent force-feeding Drake London. There is a reason you drafted him in the top 10 and as the first wide receiver what in that draft. Where did he go, draft. nine or something? Uh, I can't remember. Was he really that high? And, I, yeah, he was top 10. Um, I think Number he was eight. Yeah. This is you. You see this with DJ Moore and and the Bears. Like the you know the first couple of weeks of the season when when Fields was struggling, they weren't always necessarily hyper targeting more. Now they've just decided like he's our playmaker. We have to go to him at like thirty percent of our plays when he's on the field, and that's what they need to do here with Drake London. They do you they, think he they brought in a fantasy football advisor? I sure hope so. Like somebody that like is a hardcore uh, player, and they're like, I what would know. you do? Because because uh, does Arthur have that level of? self-reflection arthur does man I, i'm sorry that i've become an arthur apologist but like i'm watching i'd i, I would do like think to vote jason off the show desperate times jason desperate I, times i do think he has self-reflection i i i don't think he's a dumb guy i really don't he's frustrating sometimes and early in the season when he kept you know just hunkering down on the like I oh, fantasy this was a good week for Drake London Kyle Pitts and B. Yeah, John Robinson the big three the big three did you see I, I started Kyle Pitts in did you shadows did yeah. you oh. wow DJ Moore 10 targets 6 for 68 and a touchdown had a rushing touchdown he's a monster with Justin Fields mm -hmm. they have to go to Cleveland so your first playoff week next week will be a challenge but I you know in the landscape of injuries I don't know if you're making any different moves Cooper Cup Eight for one fifteen. Hey, baby, that's <laughs> nice to see him it back. Is, man. Yes, I I feel like the heroes are rising from the ashes this week. Yeah, some of the names were, and I I feel like people, some people got stuck with Cup on their bench. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it it, it Baltimore makes sense. There rain, were, not producing, dealing with the ankle injury. This was a. I very, think I had him ranked at fifteen. Yeah, I I, I might have been a couple spots behind that. He was definitely a wide receiver too, where you could have chosen to put other people ahead of him in your lineup but it's nice to have him do this no matter what next week at home against the manders it should be uh you know force him in your lineup let's talk about the ravens wideouts beckham 10 targets zay flowers 10 targets um what was the target total kyle you can chime in if you see it for bateman because i felt like bateman was targeted at least a handful of I'm times on it. rashad bateman had four targets okay i lied um it just seems it, like about two too many <laughs> I think it was just like the importance of the Aguilar. Aguilar might have had as many targets as as Bateman did, but um, how'd you feel about? I mean, obviously Lamar had one of his big games, and whenever we get a big game from Lamar, we like to project it going forward and beautifully, you know, happening every week. It doesn't generally work that way. 
What's your confidence level on those two wideouts? I am I am decently confident. So we, we have three games without Mark Andrews. All three games, Zay Flowers was very good. Now, this last game, Zay Flowers, he took it to the limit. He got late yeah, into that game before a very long, like, third and 17, got a touchdown, really saved his fantasy day. Got a two-point conversion. Yeah, on the, the same drive. We call that the octopus. Right? Isn't that what they say now? <laughs> what? Oh, when you get a touchdown and the two-point conversion? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm in. Okay, because uh, it's the eight. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's I find it really dumb, but I've I've heard the commentators talking about it. But Odell Beckham to me is the one I want to talk about. Did you hear Collinsworth use heater? Oh, I did. You I heard did. it live? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it made me laugh because it's it's not like it, I didn't we didn't create that word. Of course not. But but he did. But it's steal our, it. it's he our did word steal now. It from us. <laughs> we we overused it for a show, so now that's our word. Yeah. And he listened, and so yeah. he's like, you know, sometimes things stick. Some of our words are kind of on a heater. But Odell Beckham, to me, looked really good in this game. Yes. He, he actually looked, you know, he's been dealing with his own injury. His targets are more downfield versus Zay Flowers. A lot of times his targets are more screen game, short game. Yeah, Beckham's were all Willie Mays style in this game. <laughs> yes. Over the top of his The head. adjustment on the, the, the throw to the sideline where he was looking over his the inside shoulder it was amazing. Quickly readjusted because the throw was the outside. It was it was amazing, and the touchdown catch, being able to hold on to that and just kind of roll <laughs> rolled into the end zone. He when he's healthy. Oh, he didn't even roll. He just got bounced. up on his knees and held the ball out straight. It was so, great. I'm I'm actually pretty interested in him uh, for tomorrow's waiver show. All right, this was a risky start of the week, so I feel very thankful that he came through. But Garrett Wilson, dude, 14 targets, nine for 108. 14 targets. Yeah, because duh. Yeah, I I agree with you. I, agree I mean, this completely. was like this was like pure. Zach Wilson is it, his situation is very interesting. This was his best performance, in my opinion, or, or close to it. I mean, like you had, yeah, the game against the Chiefs was very the, good. The too. Chiefs game was good. This one had more throws that I liked, like total, um, evading the pocket, hyper targeting your best receiver. Z there was an out of bounds play that. Um, yeah, receivers, I guess, if you include Brees. I do. Because he's not a running back? <laughs> sure. He's, he's just a, he's just an athlete. But he's playing with, like, there's no – there's just no pressure on Zach Wilson anymore. That's I true. did just see a quote of uh, Wilson. One of his teammates said, well, I have nothing to lose. What are they, What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I get benched again? Yeah, you get made the third string, and then you become – I mean, he's gone through everything yeah. bad you can go through. At this point – He will rise – you just you just freewheeling it, you know. Just go, just throw the football, run around. If if you have something there, you're going to be a lot better for this team than Boyle and, and Simeon. And he was smart to target those players. Forty percent of his passes went to Garrett Wilson. Twenty six percent of his passes went to Brees Hall. So literally two thirds of all of his passes just went to those two guys. That's how you do it, people. Pittman unstoppable. Eleven mm -hmm. targets, eight for ninety five every week. You know, if you had him, Jason, <laughs> it wouldn't matter. Yeah, no, I mean, it would have. I would have been in the playoffs. Ah! Been, oh, that's a great point. Me. You lost that one game because you didn't trade for him. Correct. We said that our game would determine the playoffs, and it was a five-point game, and it did. Yeah. And had I played mm. Gabe Davis, I'm yeah. in. Uh, just remember that <laughs> he takes and he takes and he takes. <laughs> Rashi Rice, seven for seventy-two and a touchdown. He did fumble. You know, it's the Rice and Kelsey show because the other wide receivers are so incompetent, it's embarrassing. 
give me your oh give me gosh. your yeah, yeah let's, give me your, let's do the two three minute sure to me the way Mahomes and Reed reacted to what transpired was an embarrassment uh I find it to be ridiculous that the level of whining and complaining that they did after that game when Kadarius Tony basically lined up with the Buffalo Bills on that play um especially because the Chiefs have been the recipient of so many benevolent calls over the course of the last five years that to me their reactions came they came across as as a coach and a player that is not accustomed to anything going wrong ever for them and like they still could have made plays to win the game after that like there was still a lot more that could have been done I just found the play to be ridiculous like the truth is Canarius Tony lined up egregiously offsides and just Take it. Just accept it. Yeah, his foot was basically where the ball was, which is not where you're supposed to be. Um, I I have seen no one on the Chiefs' side outside of, like, Chiefs diehard fans. Everyone is like, this was the right call, blah, blah, blah. I I can actually sympathize with the Chiefs here. I, I agree that they're whiny. I mean, they're super whiny. Afterwards, you're supposed to do the, like, they're going to have. Con there's going to be consequences for their behavior. Sure, that that neither one of them will care about. But the 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 situation is one where it didn't really affect the play. There's holding on every single play. There's holding on the offensive line, or you know, every single play. You you call the egregious ones, and this was an egregious, you know, lining up of. This was cl uh, clear and obvious. He did line up in the wrong spot. That's fine. That's fine. But. This he is ahead, not. He was ahead of the ball by almost this, a foot. But it's still not a very often called thing. Do you know the last time the Chiefs had an offensive offsides called? Do Do either of you know? No. 1995. Yeah, it's it is a very rare. I'm just saying, like, and it didn't affect the play. It's not why the play worked. So I get being upset where it's like, oh my gosh, really? Like the guy was he he stepped over to and you rob a great play. It was correct. He was offside. The play, the play you, was unbelievable. You you throw the flag. I'm fine with that. But I'm also fine getting upset about it. You do this miraculous play, and you have something that didn't really affect it, that hasn't been called since 1995, whatever. You move on, but you're allowed to gripe. You're allowed to be like, we were robbed of a great play. Yeah, The my take on it was putting yourself in that position of, like, I had at that point, had Mahomes seen the tape? Had Andy Reid seen like the snapshot of how bad he was offsides? Probably not. And in that moment, they felt like they had gotten jobbed by the referees. Yeah. And when you when you're talking to people in the heat of competition right at the very end, and you feel like you got hosed, you're going to be real, real mad. So this is what we want. Like that's why there's press conferences. If if you are well, then, if you're talking to these people in the heat of the moment. Then you're you're gonna get reactions like this. I'm I'm guessing they woke up this morning and they're gonna look at it and go, ah crap. He Probably was, he was I don't, really the press offsides. conference doesn't bother me. What bothered me was that Patrick Mahomes. Well, had when he was be, talking to Allen. No, he had to be you know held back by his teammates because he was cursing the referee out and coming running at the referee. His his like on field behavior is the stuff that's gonna get the most criticism from the league because you know that's not acceptable no matter who you are. You know, we don't, yes. we don't accept it. If it's anybody on any team going at a referee five plays later, you know, it wasn't like he was doing it right then. It was like, okay, the, the rest of our drive didn't work out and now I'm going to come at the referee. I don't know. I just didn't find it becoming. I think the, the actual takeaway that is, that is actually actionable 
and you can go forward and say this is how we fix this problem is get Kadarius Tony off the field. Yeah. That dude is a boneheaded he just makes mistakes nonstop that hurt your team. It's that that whole wide receiver core is ruined this season for Patrick Mahomes. MBS should have won a game for them. Yeah. Tony should have won a game for them. Should have won probably two or three. Like, He's dropped everything. Wide receivers line up offsides all the time. But you look over you at look the, over. you look over yeah. at the ref and you give them the thumbs up. Yep. Am I good? And they go, No, you need to move That's back. That's right. And yeah. Did you see the replay of where he was looking? I mean, yeah, he yeah, couldn't. Like, have. I was going to say the to. I don't think Tony looked. Oh, he couldn't have looked. He he had the back of his helmet towards so, that ref the entire time. So yeah, that's that's on the player. The, yes, Andy Reid is correct that refs give warnings. They give a warning if you ask them, like, "Hey, am I offside?" But if you're not going to ask, the refs just going to be okay, that ref could have been doing go. jumping jacks. And yeah. Kadarius Tony would not <laughs> like, have seen him. Yeah, I think those are all fair so. thoughts on the situation. Definitely fine to be upset about it. Just thought it went over the top. Sure. Yeah. Evan Ingram. Goodness. I was hungry for more, and I am full. Eleven for ninety-five, <laughs> and two touchdowns. Uh, Evan Ingram. It, it just made sense, right? You, you're losing Christian Kirk. You're facing a pass rush. You're in weather. This is setting up like there are players right now that are emerging that were last year's stars at the end of the year. Evan Ingram was one of them. Yep, Evan Ingram. McKinnon, McKinnon was one of them. Yeah. Um, and the the spot start, I know he didn't uh, have a great game, uh, but Zay Jones uh, Zay Jones finished the game with 29 total yards. Do you, you guys know how many targets he had? Uh, I don't, actually. 14. Yeah, okay. David Njoku. Um, <clears throat> had I played him, I, I would have beaten Al this week in our meaningless matchup. Six for 91 and two touchdowns. Eight targets. Jason, you had confidence in him, uh, and he performed. And he has uh, got the juiciest schedule. I, I mentioned that when I traded for him in our league of record at the deadline. I loved the schedule. It was all green yeah. lights. I mean, Sh Chicago, Houston, New York, those are three vulnerable teams the rest of the way to the tight end. Yeah, great, uh, great options for tight ends. And Joe Flacco was named the starter for yep. the rest of the season. Which that is, is such the right call. It is great yes. news for David Njoku and Amari Cooper both. Did you see Amari Cooper's targets? He had a ton. Yeah. He, like, I mean, it's you've got a competent quarterback. I want to I see that number again. So Joe I thought it was, yeah, 14 targets. The most Amari Cooper has had on the year by three. So Joe Flacco had over 300 passing yards. Just want to make sure I'm looking here. Uh, Sean Watson has never had 300 yards as a Brown. No, I mean, we did say, like, there's a chance this is the best situation for this team, better than Watson, because he can he can Flacco's, throw it. He can he is, throw the yes, football. And he's he's looked okay. You know what's crazy? He's kind of like late, what that team late Carson Palmer-ish to me. Like, All right. Not mobile. Flacco looks a little bit bigger than he used to look. What, what, but what he can blows, sling it. What blows me away is there were three plays that I can remember from this game where the pocket started collapsing, and he rolled out. He ran and on the move made a great pass. I don't feel like I've seen Flacco do that in nine years. Like, as long this as it's is right. The as long as it's did. right. Right. Yeah, that, that's fair. It Isaiah, was, it was yeah. to the right every time. Isaiah Likely, Hunter Henry, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts hey. played the most snaps. Had the highest snap percentage, the most routes run on the team. Nice. Three catches, <laughs> but 57 yards on a touchdown. Yeah, it was nice to see. All right, uh, that's it for the studs. Thanks to NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV for sponsoring this segment. 
NFL Sunday ticket is now just 79 bucks for the rest of the 23 season when bundled with YouTube TV. So you can pick up the rest of the season. All right. Sign up now at youtube.com slash fantasy footballers. Lowest price on YouTube TV with the base plan. Rest of the 2023 season. Terms and embargoes apply. No cancellations. Pooped in his big boy pants. There were there were a lot. <laughs> There's doo doo everywhere. So uh, let's let's be um, let's not be like over emphasizing okay. the negative. Let's just talk about players we think have long term issues on their hands. And so, you know, Jalen Hurts is at the top of the list. It's been no long term issue here. No, no passing, no rushing touchdowns. It, that's that's crazy. It's I mean, it seemed impossible for Jalen Hurts. They to scored have no this offensive happen. touchdowns, right? Correct. Patrick Mahomes. Here we are again. Now, Patrick Mahomes is worth worrying about, but we've been worried about him since like week four. So I think this is just this, the same old, same old. Um, 14 the, fantasy points a game since week eight. Well, just look at what the Chiefs are scoring. Okay. They scored 17 points this week. They scored 19 points last week. 31 okay. three weeks ago. Yeah, That's yeah. great. That You know, and, and he was okay. The week prior, 17. The week prior, 21. The week prior, 9. I mean, this isn't a team that's putting up 30-plus points regularly, hardly at all. And so their defense is good, and a lot of those games have still been wins. So this is this is absolutely a concern. When you don't have the wide receiver core that can aid you and, and Travis Kelsey is looking you know, 10% slower than he did last year, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get quarterback eight type of performances, which is okay, but not great. How how would that play have been scored? I wondered the same thing. Does pa- I don't think anyone gets a, a passing touchdown. No, right? it becomes a rushing touchdown, I believe. Yeah, so you get passing yardage to Kelsey. Yes, and, and then, then rushing totals for Tony. I Correct. think so. Yeah, I think that's and it. nothing for Kelsey for the pitch. Correct. And nothing for Mahomes for the pass. Correct. Well, well yeah, he he has the completion to and gets, Kelsey. He gets right, the, but not a Kelsey passing touchdown. Yard. No, no. Interesting. Um, oh, my goodness I'll gracious. give the floor to Mike. Jared Goffel. Dude, Jared Goff was awful. Amon Ross St. Brown, that was another one of those. How is this possible? How is that player having such a bad game? But that was an embarrassing performance against a division rival. And, I, I mean, I want to ask you guys, who – what what is this team? What like who, 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 you know? I mean, like are they I? are they really a contender? Because they keep on certain weeks they, keep they have been. I, I think their defense has really gone downhill, and they, this is a team that I believe is much better to play from a lead on offense when they can bully you with the offensive line, play more David Montgomery ball. Like, this was a Jameer Gibbs, we're coming from behind type of They've offense. And given up 26 or more points in five straight weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And that's not how their offense is built. So when their defense is sucking, their offense is worse, ex- not better. I expected them to get it going. I mean, they, they they did this exact game script against Chicago a few weeks ago, came back and won the game, and they just never got it going. No Laporta, no Amon Ra. Yeah. No home crowd this time around, right? Right. Uh, to to carry them on to victory, but this was easily the worst game of Amon Ra for ever. I My twenty one yards, nasty drops. But it, it just another quarterback with questions moving yep. forward because you yep, can't. For it's sure. not guaranteed. 
Mike and I, once again, I mean, we threw the shade on Zach Moss. Yeah. Jason, he Jason's loves him. guy. My dude, man. I can't believe that he's looking he's like been he's garbage. not a great running back. He's been garbage I, for two weeks. Jason, we know what happened. The PEDs ran out, man. <laughs> we do know what happened. What if it's necessary for Zach Moss? Maybe he needs you to not believe in him. Yeah, <gasps> then I am all in is on Zach Moss. Is that his superpower? Moss. It's of like the it reverse um, Tinkerbell situation. Then right? I am, right? Yeah, yeah. Then I am not worried about my dude. Zach Moss. Who's oh, you're trying to great. kill him. He's going to be great the rest of the season. Make sure he's in your lineup. He's so good, man. Contact yeah, he, balance, soft hands. I don't think people agree with you. Oh, man. Such a shame. DeAndre Swift. Miserable performance yeah, for DeAndre Swift. I mean, pretty disappointing for most Eagles. Miserable for Keaton Mitchell and Gus Edwards because all the scoring was through the air. This was the inverse of why... Like, Gus was scoring oh, on a regular basis, yes. and that's why Lamar wasn't doing well. 100%. It just flipped the other direction. Mitchell also had, you know, more snaps than Gus Bus. Uh, Justice Hill is still it, – it's funny because when you, when you care Captain. about – when you care Captain about – Captain Justice Hill. I, I believe it. When you, when you care about fantasy football and you're a box score watcher, you think Justice Hill's not really – he's not really involved because he's not doing anything. Because he's not involved. But he's super involved. Like he's he is. I mean, being on the field. That's what I mean. He. This is not. It's. It seems like. Oh, this is a two-way timeshare between Keaton Mitchell, and Gus Edwards. No, 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 no. The leader is is Justice this Hill. This week he was. He was on the field for forty-two percent of the snaps, and he saw two targets. <laughs> exactly. That was his only opportunities. He's just. He's there. He's just there to ruin. He's pumping things for, him, pumping up the offense. Wide receiver duds. Amon Ra. We talked about it. I think you shake it off. He yeah, does I have agree. to play Den Denver, Minnesota, he's, Dallas. It's not the way Denver and Minnesota's defenses are playing right now. And then Dallas is a great defense. You know, you just keep playing him. Yeah, but those Amon are not home player. run situations. I, I was going to bring that schedule up for golf because golf to me is someone that I I'm fine if you want to move on from with that upcoming schedule. I don't. I don't want to hold on to Jared Goff and have him ruin my playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Stafford could be in consideration there. What about Joe Flacco or Jake Browning? Not Browning. Not Flacco. Okay. <laughs> we sure? I'm going to have to look at the schedule. <laughs> Mike Evans had six targets, just one catch. Oh, man. Don't worry about this one. No, the, tar the targets were there. He also caught a touchdown yeah. pass. He just put his yeah. hand down a, a millisecond. I mean, yeah. it was it was yeah. I guess that would be millisecond. <laughs> um, it, just before his second foot. Such a good catch. They'll be he'll be fine, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. Um, they're in right now, right? I think it's I believe six, they're I believe they're leading six the division. And seven, yes. Six and seven, six and yeah. seven, one and whatever. Who's yeah. the put those teams in order? Who's the actual best teams in your mind between the three, six, and seven? Falcons, Saints. And then Tampa Bay. I would go Tampa Bay Falcons Saints, which I believe is how the actual division breakdown I think is. That's right. I mean, you don't I, think the Saints are the best team? No. no, I think they're the worst of the three. Okay, Jamar Chase three for twenty nine on four targets. Yeah, I mean, there, there's yep. nothing you could. We, we've seen this with Garrett Wilson. <clears throat> He's you're not going to have guaranteed great games always when you've got a backup quarterback. But well, it's, it's still the four play. targets. Is... So this is a story, guys. This is the kind of story that has a man leaving town in the offseason, in my opinion. Stephon Diggs, 11 targets, four for 24, had a couple drops. First nine weeks, normal Stephon Diggs. Eight catches a game, yeah. 93 yards a game. He was awesome. From week 10 on, which is a long run now, four receptions and 39 yards a game. I don't think Stephon Diggs plays 
for the Bills next year. Three of the last four games, yeah. he has not hit five fantasy points in half PPR. That is absolutely insane. Now, you got 11 targets. You had Snead on you, and that is a great matchup. I believe he, uh, he played the majority of snaps on Diggs, and I want to say he gave up three total yards to him. Like, he shut him down. But he's been doing that to everyone, all these great wide receivers. So it feels Dallas like a trend. Next week. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, you're, what do you do? You're not They're going, at home to, ben- and you're you're not going to bench. We know what we do. Play uh, Gabe Davis. The Goose <laughs> King, right, Gabe man. Davis. 48 ra- or 42 routes run. Zero for zero for zero. Not even a target. Oh, no, wait. Two no, targets. Two targets, yeah. All right. Nice. Noah Brown did nothing. This is two gooses in a row. Uh, Noah, just, you shouldn't start him. Just missed on really. You don't. You don't, you don't want to start, start Noah Brown Noah next Brown? week. Are you guys being serious? Yeah, or making yeah. A joke? no, be, being very serious. Noah Brown last week was just back from injury, goosed. This week in the rain against the Jets, uh, with you know obviously Stroud got injured at one point. A goose, I guess if, if terrible if, if Stroud's out. Yeah, I mean regardless, I mean if you have no catches in two weeks where you play a bunch of snaps. There, I think it's very fair-minded to question whether you should start that player. Noah Brown is not the kind of player that can take advantage of a defense without help. Nico Collins and Tank Dell opened up the defense That's fair. to allow Noah Brown to take advantage. If he has to be the guy, I don't have a trust in Noah Brown after two gooses. I think it would be a, a very risky play to put him out there. So okay. that that's my perspective it's, on him. It's uh, fair. Yeah, I mean it, it it makes sense it's it's very fair-minded what you're saying, but the this is an NFL franchise that is going to have to throw the ball. And if I look at the the options, we don't know if Schultz will be back. So it's Robert Woods or Noah Brown. And you go, "Okay, well Robert Woods, maybe he's more reliable, a veteran, he can get it done." This is all assuming uh, Stroud that clears. Stroud plays cuz I'm I'm not playing them uh with a backup there. Um however, Robert Woods goosed two weeks ago, just like everybody did other than Nico Collins. And against the Jets, I don't know what's better, to goose or to have negative two yards. So, you know, you win some, lose some on the Robert Woods versus uh, uh, Noah Brown. Brandon Cooks, two for 37, big disappointment. Mm -hmm. Josh Downs, three for 32. It happened real quick, and then it was over. Calvin Ridley, 13 targets, four for 53. You got to keep playing 13 targets Lawrence was I I think I think he he ended up with a, a good fantasy day but he was not very good he had an okay fantasy day. well if you and have, it was it was you know he had a couple touches to go because Ingram had two. late late touchdown yeah garbage time saved him and and three yeah three interceptions it was I mean Lawrence looked bad three interceptions 56 percent completion rate basically if he wasn't targeting Evan Ingram yeah, Cleveland was all over. Yeah, yeah, 27 targets between Calvin Ridley and Zay Jones. Three and they, picks. They ended up with nothing. Addison, two for 27. Addison, I Dude. mean, I, th- he's got no hope right now. Yeah, he's got a big quarterback problem. Holy crap. That I don't know how many people listening to the show watched any amount of that Raiders-Vikings game. Goodness gracious, that was awful. It was. It was not. A, Nobody should be winning that game. It was not a defensive struggle. It was. Right. It was ineptitude <laughs> on both sides of the ball. If you're not familiar, if you if you are unaware, you know we talked about this was a three nothing victory. That three points came at the very. End. This looked two like minutes it was, left. This looked like it was headed to a zero zero overtime, which has literally never happened. Sam Laporta, very disappointing game. 
because Jared Goff was awful. Dalton Kincaid, five for twenty-one. Yeah. Okay, that's the question. What do you do? Oh, I'm moving on to Njoku rest of the season. Okay. In, in my situation, Let's like say with Dawson Knox back, it's just it, it was he was out there a lot. Kincaid was out there. He had some downfield shots. I was watching closely, but you know what else I was watching? The snaps where he wasn't on the field, and there were times when you'd see 88 out there instead of 86, and you uh, know I I'm fine playing Kincaid because your options like if you don't have Njoku. What, what are you going like to do? Go play Isaiah Likely. Uh, matchup dependent okay. tie. Matchup dependent tie for those two. Yeah, I I would say so. N Najoku looks like he's just too involved. The matchups we know are all good going forward, so I would agree there. But I am not moving off of Kincaid. I was actually really impressed that he was out there so much. You look at the last two weeks without Dawson Knox. He played 67 and 61% of snaps. This week with Dawson Knox, he was up at 78% of snaps. It was a bad game all around. Obviously, Kansas City's defense. Love the team and routes run. So Jason's probably right there. Well, I just they're. I mean, Dawson Knox, what thirty six snaps? He ran seventeen routes. I mean, that's re that's returning from injury. That number is going to go up. Sure, but I'm not out on Kincaid unless I've got someone like Najoku. Then it's a clear pivot. Okay. And the Muth, not Luth. No. Uh, Dallas Goddard. I don't have a stat line here in front of me. But it wasn't. But I have his name. I mean the the. <laughs> So here's what happened with here's what happened with the Eagles. What do Eagles. you do, Kyle? It, if you didn't I'll pull it up. If you didn't watch the the Eagles, you had a a, a drive that was four ended, for thirty. You had a drive that was ended prematurely by a Jalen Hurts fumble. Then later you had a drive that looked good that was ended prematurely by an AJ Brown fumble. Then you had a, a little bit later a drive that looked like it was finally happening and it was ended by a Devontae Smith fumble. It, they didn't ever score or have any fantasy relevance because they kept dropping the ball. And it, to be fair, it wasn't like this was great defense. Those punches were world-class. I mean, this is heavyweight boxing uh, from uh, from Dallas. All right. Waiver Wire show tomorrow. A reminder, head to footclangiveaway.com if you want a chance to that signed Travis Etienne jersey and the swag pack. That'll do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you for joining us. Good luck in the doubleheader tonight. I am rooting for a big H and Tua performance for my playoff seating purposes. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers. <laughs>